0: Welcome to Spirits Podcast, your boozy bi-weekly foray into myths and legends. We drink spirits and we talk about spirits. Get it? <laughs> I mean learning and drinking jokes. What more could you need? Uh, we have another great episode lined up for you today, but first we'd like to thank everybody who took the time to review us on iTunes. Every time you review us, we get to find other people who love mythology, who love drinking, who love us, and we love that. And we love hearing what you think on Twitter, so this week we'd love to give some special shout-outs to Austin Beach, Ben Thomas, and Lena Wickberg, as well as our friends at Uncanny County, Sable Podcast, Radio Drama Revival, and Greater Boston. They're all really good, and you should definitely check them out. Yes, we love those shows, and every Thursday and Sunday we recommend new shows for you guys to follow, so definitely shout us out, follow us there. All right. And you can find us at Spirits Podcast on Twitter, Facebook, Patreon, and of course, any podcast player that you use. We're almost halfway also to our first goal on Patreon. For just $3, you too can enjoy our director's commentary, behind-the-scenes photos, and drunk film reviews. We just did Little Shop of Horrors. It was really fun. I've never seen it before. It was amazing. Uh, And oh, this week, we are drinking Red Ale. You're Terrible. Yes, yes. I love puns. Anyway, listeners, sit back, relax, and enjoy Spirits Podcast, Episode 13, Chinese Demonology. This weekend, I found out a travesty. Oh no. Not only have you never seen the classic ah. 80s movie Gremlins, I found out our editor Eric has never seen the classic movie Gremlins. We're sitting here shaming you, Eric, from afar. You're in Cleveland not knowing that we are shaming you? you harshly. And by we I mean Julia, because I also haven't seen the movie Gremlins, sorry. God damn it. They're like Furbies, right? With things inside? Sort of. Okay. With, with things inside. They're they're like living creatures. Like a Dalek. No, they're they're not like. There's no exterior show. We have, we have some homework on, to do. We have some homework to do. They're like adorable. If Furbies were alive and weren't mechanical, that's what the. Are they mechanical though? Listen, Julia. There have been several instances of times oh, we're doing the haunted Furby thing now. All right, <laughs> yes, I see how it is because several times watching my baby siblings when I was young, right? I was like seven, eight, nine, ten, and they were like not one, two, three, etc. <laughs> not, that's how I say zero when I'm drunk. You're anyway. So um, and I, I would hear the Furby from across the hallway. The Furby would start moving from within a pile of toys. We threw the Furby down the basement stairs one time and it smacked against the door and it continued talking well into the night because none of us wanted to go downstairs and rescue it. Furby's terrible. Are you okay? Are I'm you, fine. But good? like why would I sign up to watch a movie like that? Cuz it's great. It's a great <sighs> movie. The basic concept because you're not informed, it's okay I'm not. No. The basic concept is this kid gets this little pet thing called okay. Mogwai. So it is a Furby. Yes. Okay. It's cute. Um he gets a set of rules with it too. Wait, is it is it a, a living creature or is it yes, mechanical? thing? It's okay. a living creature. All right. So like like the what are what were those Grow your own Abe Lincoln heads. Chia pen? (laughs) That's the one. Except it's not made of plants (laughs) and like... uh, Forget it. Continue. Continue. So he gets the mogwai from this Chinese dude. It's super racist. Whatever. Okay. Um, It comes with a set of rules. Okay. One of the rules is don't get the mogwai wet. If you get the mogwai wet, it turns into this like evil gremlin thing. Wow. Hence the title of the movie. Wow. Wow. It's like a really intense cat. You know, if you get cats wet, they sure. they get freaked out. That sounds right. So I hear I'm definitely allergic to all living creatures. So I wouldn't know. <laughs> so. The Mogwai was not just a crazy invention by like 80s filmmakers. Oh. It is an actual Chinese demon. Did you did know they, that? Did they appropriate Chinese tradition yes. into a movie? Yes, they did. Great. Thanks. And we're going to talk a lot about not just the Mogwai, which is creepy on its own, but a bunch of cool ass demons from Chinese mythology, spirits, <gasps> vampire schools, shit like that. Is this a demon roundup? Demon roundup! Yes! Ah, I want like a breakdown music right there, like. ah. All right, so starting with the Magwai because it is a classic. So it is actually a general term for a monster, evil spirit, devil, or demon. Good. It's good to have a catch-all phrase for all those nasty things you don't want under the bed. It usually refers, to, in Chinese mythology, to dead spirits or ghosts of like non-family members who are like getting their revenge on people who wronged them during their lives. Great. Um, in order, Who would you get revenge on? Do you know who I'd get revenge I, on? I saw the look in your eyes and yeah. I knew immediately. <laughs> Best friends, companion from the cradles. Ghosts of... Wrong, wrong, Shit. prom dates passed. Yep. Word. Okay, good. I'm, I'm glad. glad we have this pact. Yeah. And if, if I, if I were to die tragically young and become a ghost and, and you lived to your ripe old age, um, I would exact revenge upon your targets for you. That's so nice, Amanda. Of oh, course, babe. That was the cutest thing ever. I hope, I hope we don't die old and alone. I hope we die old and alone together. <laughs> yes. Agreed. <laughs> so, um... To get those spirits, the Mogwai spirits, on your good side, uh, and to kind of apologize for their sins, uh, people will burn fake money so that they have money to use in the afterlife. Nice. Kind of like when you leave, uh, in Greek mythology, when you leave, like, coins with a dead person so they can pay for the cross that river. Yep. Yep. That sort of And Egyptian same. pharaohs need all of the wealth mm-hmm. in the land. That's a little bit different because uh, they stay in their bodies, but, you know, same basic concept. I took an Egyptology class in the third grade, so... Who's the expert now? You know everything. (laughs) Sure. It's actually really interesting in the modern usage because when you use the word magwai, it's the same word for demon and devil. So if you look at like Mm. Chinese translations of the Bible... Dope. Anytime it says Satan or the devil, it's they use the word Mogwai, hmm. which I think is awesome. Like, that is awesome. Really, really cool. So, Both the class of devil and the devil, yes, capitalized. Yeah, exactly. Um, so going back to the terrible 80s movie, well, not terrible 80s movie, it's a good movie. Um, mogwai like, are known to reproduce okay. when there's rain. Ah, Hence the like mosquitoes, day. What kind they of spawn in the rain. And this is actually because rain is supposed to signify like rich and prosperous times ahead. Oh. So they're like, ooh, time to bang because, you know, there's going to be good. a bunch of things going on. Can we talk about Pokemon for a second, yes. Julia? Okay, okay. Pokemon okay. Go just started this weekend as we're recording. So. Yes, we're recording this almost in real time. Yes. Uh, and uh, for once. And my sister is a lifeguard, along with my mom, along with my youngest brother, and the whole family, whatever. And apparently she has been swimming with her phone in a Ziploc bag to catch Magikarp. Well, you need 400 to get a Gyarados. Belly, so. think about your life. <laughs> think about your choices. <laughs> I love you, Noah. I, I love her and it's great. And there's the little, the little crabby ones. I think it's called crabby, crabby. K. It's called Krabby. And uh and, uh, th- one of them saw the big, um, evolved, Lapras? no, the, oh, bi- the evolved Magikarp, that one, Garados. one of them saw Lapras as well. And, uh, it's very exciting. Apparently it's good to be, uh, good to be a lifeguard. Your family are literally the swimmers from the Pokemon games that like catch <gasps> you in the water. That's true. Yeah. And then battle you. I'll go call them afterward. Okay. Anyway, it's been very fun. Midtown Manhattan is a great place to work for Pokemon. Uh, Long Island City originally works not so much. Uh, the next demon that we are going to talk about is the Zhangxi. Cool. It is known as the Hopping Vampire. I am already so on board. <laughs> I know. I knew you would be. <laughs> Basically, it's a reanimated corpse that is so stiff, probably from like rigor mortis or whatever, yep. uh, that its arms are constantly outstretched to keep balance. Like traditional zombie lore that we see. And it has to hop around because its legs are locked. Wow. That's... That's super anatomically correct. Yes, yes. yes, I dig it. And therefore scarier, I think. Like mm-hmm. when the logical leap between the things that you know and the lore that we tell, when that's the smallest, that is the scariest. Mm-hmm. So they can either look newly dead or like really decayed. Um, and they are usually shown in like art to have this paper talisman across there, like stuck to their forehead. Like the golem. Yes. And so it's like kind of hanging there like that. And it usually has green or white skin why apparently it has something to do with like mold or something and just like the decaying body and stuff like that wow so, logical really logical that. reasoning mm-hmm. so there are several ways that as young uh is created yes um i'm gonna list them off because there's a lot of them but it's gonna be real quick okay. uh, i'll save my questions for the end Supernatural arts that resurrect the dead Spirit possession Uh, A dead person is not buried after the funeral is held And then struck by lightning Or a pregnant black cat jumps across the coffin What? Uh, The soul doesn't want to leave the body because of improper death Either murder or suicide uh, And just wants to cause trouble Classic Uh, Or it is zombie or vampire method Where Jiangxi bites an infected person And they slowly change over time This is like a whole grab bag Yeah I love that this is the the class of of reanimated thing. You know mm-hmm. that there's so many different ways you could do it. Um, uh, huh? Wow, I like it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, it's very classic zombie vampire as we know it, uh, especially when you consider the fact that a jiangshi eats by sucking the chi out of someone <gasps> and like just sucking their oh. life force out of them. and creating I was going other to ask they, I mean, I'm assuming they're malicious if yeah. they're if they're in this class of, mm-hmm. of demons. But they. Usually, like dead bodies that are reanimated, usually kind of malicious. Just in general mythology. That's the thing, though. Not always. Like, we get creeped out by dead bodies. That's just a thing. Avi. (laughs) Avi. But also, in some zombie. Uh, media. Mm-hmm. The zombies are just are just doing their thing. Like they're just kind of going after food sources, and like that's you know that's a tragedy of it. Is like we're just living our parallel lives, and and they can't help but come into contact and, but and conflict. The food source is humans, right? So right. malicious. Right. But other zombies just want to like freaking destroy everything. Like there is a difference. Like some of them is just sort of like a dumb, dead, you know, happy. Whatever. Oh, they're they're cute. The zombies just keep them away. <laughs> I can't think of an example now. Maybe that's just in my head. I think it is. Okay. Uh, there is that one movie that's like a British television show that got canceled early. Yes. Yeah. I can't remember the, the gay name zombies. Of it. The gay zombies. They were great. Being human? No, that's the other one. No, that's yeah. Uh, look in the show notes. We'll remember later. Serious <laughs> <Spirits laughs> podcast. We'll remember later. <laughs> so there's a couple ways of warding off of a she. Yes. Um, I'm gonna list for yourself them off. or for your household. Um, both. Because like I don't want to become one. No, I know. You know. Then you would probably want to protect your apartment too. So, like, true, yeah. So they can be warded off with mirrors because they are terrified Yo, of their own—the uh, vampire thing. Ah. Yeah, terrified of their own reflections. Uh, peach trees because they help get rid of evil auras and spirits. Great, it's a great smell. Great fruit, all around. Ten out of ten fruit. And the <laughs> rooster's call because it signifies the next day, and these guys can't go out during the daytime. So much great zombie lore in here. It's real good. And Uh, by zombie, I mean vampire. I know what (laughs) (laughs) you (laughs) meant. All right. Moving on to the next one. It is called the Baku. Cool. Sounds like the bakke. Of Greek. Oh, yeah. 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 The play. I had to think about that. The play we almost did. What the fuck? Okay. Uh, So the Baku, uh, it's actually Chinese and Japanese, but its roots are in Chinese. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, it is a spirit that devours dreams and nightmares. That sounds great. The nightmare eater. Yep. Yeah. I feel like I've heard this one a little bit before in some other kind of media. Going back to Pokemon Go, Drowsy yes. is inspired by this spirit. Yes, yep. he is. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Um, so it, it has a really weird appearance. Mm-hmm. Um, it's basically an elephant trunk, rhino eyes, oxtail, tail. And tiger paws. And wow, it's so it really is drowsy. Right. So basically, it's supposed to be like the gods had all these leftover pieces and they just kind of right. threw together. Sounds like a great and very useful vacuum cleaner. Absolutely. I definitely would love a cute little drowsy in here to sit on my mantle and, you know, make sure the bad dreams don't get me. So, about that. So the Baku are usually benevolent. Like, they're pretty cool. They, mm-hmm. You can chill out with them. But it's got a dark side. Oh, no. Um, so children are supposed to be able to call the Baku to devour their nightmares. So if they call, like, Out three times, Baku-san, come eat my dreams. Three times, Baku's gonna come and... sounding vaguely familiar. Yes. Maybe it was, like, one of those uh, essays in the the English-language regents. Oh, God. I love the, like, state testing exams where they, like, tell you a fable and you had to, like, choose A, B, and C. Yeah, that sounds like that dumb shit. So the Baku will come to the child's room, devour the bad dream, and then the kid can, like, fall asleep all peaceful and stuff. Nice. Um, But if the child calls the Baku too often... Um, he will remain hungry like he won't be satisfied with just that nightmare. Oh, and no. then he like eats all your hopes and dreams. God damn it. So you can't... nothing is free in this world. no that's that's the lesson. <laughs> the Baku now, the term is actually used the modern tapir the really cute little animal that looks like a zebra Aww, and a little elephant like yeah, and stuff the little baby the four-legged thing like they kind of look like giraffes but with like zebra butts I think yeah I think I think just behind the red panda in terms of uh, cuteness yes. in in small agreed mammals they're like kind of big though they're like donkey size they are yes. But I get you. Are they that big? Yeah. I thought they were like dogs, like golden retriever size. No, no, donkey size, I think. We'll nice. look it up later. I, I would love to see a photo of a giant golden retriever and a tiny donkey. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so cute, though. By the way, the 100% goats Twitter, the best Twitter. It is the best. They win. They win Twitter, Always. in fact. 100%. There was a woman doing a yoga pose the other day with a goat just like standing on her butt. Because yes. goats stand on the highest thing. Yes. I love goats. I fucking love goats. It's so good. Head cannon, Baku in goat shape. But anyway, it makes total sense that you have a little bit of boy who cried wolf kind of thing going on, mm. where you know you can't just get up easy all the time because you know you don't want to experience hardship. Like you have to, you know, Suck really think about right, like when when you want to call in the reinforcements. Suck it up, small Chinese boy. Have oh. those nightmares, but but no, the children. <laughs> Can adults call them or just kids? Um, I. Yes, they can but i think it's more of like a children so you don't like bother your parents right yeah yeah like okay the baku ate my dream so now i can go back to sleep i don't have to wake up mom and dad ideally yeah uh the next one is called the bashi cool not banshee but bashi it is a giant snake nope (laughs) <laughs> it's just like nope. I don't want to hear anymore. That's all it. I have to say. All right, but you're gonna hear more anyway. Uh, um, things I do for the show. So it's used now to describe like giant pythons and boa constrictors. Oh, huh. kind of like how we use the word hydra to represent like a um, creature with multiple heads. Yes, yeah, yeah, and it comes from the Greek. Yeah. Okay. So that one I know. Bashi is a great monster snake. So every three years, it swallows a elephant whole. Okay. And then it takes, like, three years for it to digest that, and then it gets hungry again. That's quite anatomically sensible. Um, so it's actually super interesting because there's different ways that it, like, digests the elephant. Okay. So it either, like, spits it out at the end of all the bones out at the end of the three years, or it, like secretes the bones through its skin, which is like a really creepy image if you think in about it. In liquid form or in solid form? In solid form, like between the scales, uh, just like a s- elephant skull comes out. I'm I'm picturing a, like a cobra raising its like ear flaps, and there are bones sticking out behind it like a headdress. Have you seen a cobra before? No. They don't have ear flaps. <laughs> no, the, the the neck flaps. Whatever they are, they're, they're like down here though. Okay, fine. I don't know why the head flaps. I feel like you're thinking of the Jurassic Park uh, one that spits acid. No, in no, no, no. No? All right. Uh, I might have been. <laughs> <laughs> um, so a lot of stories say that it also can have like bristly hair like a pig, like nope. a wild pig. Nope. Yep. Don't like that at all. <laughs> Creepy as hell. Nope. Nope. Um, So they're actually really like prized creatures in mythology because if you either eat, it's different from each story, but if you either eat the bones that it spits out or Mm -hmm. secretes or whatever, or if you like kill it and eat part of it yourself, Mm -hmm. you'll like never have heart problems or digestive problems ever again. Great, because you so, got that snake blood running through your veins. You got that snake blood. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't say no. Yeah, I, I would definitely say no. Okay, but yeah, That's no. That, that sounds wouldn't. that sounds pretty useful. I've eaten weirdest stuff. You than have giant snakes. You have, unlike your mom who is in France right now eating hamburgers. Oh goddamn that! Come woman. on, mom. Goddamn that woman. Come on, mom. The Bache's name now is used in this phrase, which basically means uh, inordinately greedy and extremely insatiable. Great pronunciation of those long words. Yes, thank you. I can do things while I'm drunk sometimes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking at you and picturing the syllables and thinking, nope. The next one that we're doing is particularly creepy, and I don't like it at all, but here we go. It's Great. called the uh, Joyeum. Okay. It's probably not the right pronunciation, but we're going to do it anyway. Good work. Um, These guys are basically like monkeys, but bigger, and they walk around on two feet. They're like slightly smaller than humans, I'd say, like probably averaging four feet or so. Okay. They live for about 100 years. Okay. Um, They are a dark blue color. Okay. Um, And there are no females in the species, so they tend to kidnap women and rape them. Nope. Yep. Nope. It's not fun. Why? (laughs) No. Because From whence do they come? They, like, evolved out of monkeys. And they're just like, if a monkey gets super old, it becomes a joyon. You just, what, like, crystallize into a metapod? Yeah, basically. And then become a blue man? Butterfree. (laughs) Who has to steal women? Yeah. Um, It's kind of terrible. I really don't like the story. The male joyon have children via... Right. The women and like keep them with them. Okay. Um, if a woman manages to escape before she has the child, she can like raise it as a human, and there's no problem. Okay. But but are they not like, blue, or they get blue when they're old? They get blue when they're older. Oh. Uh But if they grow up in the young society, That's a shitty end of life puberty. Yeah, not great. <laughs> <laughs> they stay with the Joyang. They turn into like male young in that. interesting metaphor for like testosterone fueled you know badness yeah i have to noodle on that when i'm when i'm it's also like later. super weird so if the woman is stuck with the um the culture for like more than 20 years she has like stockholm syndrome and then she's like never leaves sure and if she like goes back she's just like they like just lose their will to return to humankind after 20 years they're just like yeah This is fine. Stockholm syndrome. That's a real syndrome. Yes, it is. (laughs) (laughs) They just kind of shrug and they're like, eh, these monkeys are cool, I guess. I mean, I I get it. You there's a there's a human desire to make the best of your circumstances. I guess. Unfortunately. She says, shrugging in her blue dress (laughs) in her blue apartment. (laughs) I'm not gonna sleep very easy tonight. Thanks, Julia. No problem. The next one that we're doing, the Nyan. Nyan cat? not spelled the same way and that's japanese i think yes probably sorry um this is actually the if you've ever seen like a chinese new year celebration Mm -hmm. you know the like dancing dragon tiger thing so that's what this is Ooh, nice um i love that one once each spring it comes out of hiding from its home either like deep in the ocean or like in the caves in the mountains great gyarados um and it. it attacks people usually children Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> That's not where I said that to go. That's <laughs> <Yeah>, great. <laughs> then why don't we bring it to our parades? Well, so those are reenactments. We're going to talk about it. Okay. Um. So the... I love how you always have the answers to my questions. I do. You do. So basically, going back, this thing looks like kind of a combination between a lion and an ox and usually has like a weird unicorn horn. Uh, I don't know about that. The body's really long. Yes. Yeah. Because uh, it's supposed to be giant. Okay. Giant. But I thought it was like... A snake with a dragon head type thing. Because in parades, anyway, there's, like, many people playing the bar. Right. Because it's so long. Okay. It's supposed to be a giant. It's okay. whatever. Okay. It's a giant lion. That's fine. Um, so... It's a puppet. <laughs> as scary as it is, it actually has, like, some really obvious weaknesses that are easy to exploit. Great. Um, it is sensitive to loud noises and fears the color red. There you go! <laughs> like, super easy. Fireworks and... Beautiful red parades. That's why we wear the red robes and set off the fireworks and firecrackers. It's because the Nian will not visit a village that right. has that and, like, won't do it ever again. Not so that's today, why do Nian. Really not ever. Um, so it, it's actually, so Chinese culture still believes that, like, the Nian exists, mm-hmm. um, but it will never make an appearance in a town that celebrates the New Year. That's awesome. So, like... Celebrating the New Year is important because it's keeping your village safe. Beautiful, isn't that cool? It's Like the anti-lottery. <laughs> and and listeners, if you have not the short story, if you have not read the Shirley Jackson short story "The Lottery," do it, and then you won't sleep tonight. Speaking of real lotteries, though, there was this slogan in New York State lottery like History. advertising: uh, "You got to be in it to win it." Yep. Which I continue to say like at least once a week. Because it's true, it's true. Like you, you know, you, you gotta try something in order to have a chance at success. Mm-hmm. Even if there's a chance of you doing well, no matter how marginal, like you have to be in the thing to to actually be in the game. So anyway, I as, like it a lot. As Jake and the McRoy brothers apparently say, you gotta risk it to get the biscuit. <gasps> That's, <gasps> That's, so <laughs> That's so much better. That's so much better. That's so much better. Yep. The last one that we're gonna talk about is called the Shen. Shen, Shen, cool. It actually means mollusk, but <laughs> that's not what I expected you to say at all. <laughs> but it's um, in Chinese mythology. It's usually representing a shape shifting dragon or a like giant clam monster. Those things seem different. <laughs> so like either way, it's some sort of sea monster that's associated with creating... dragons from the sea. Yeah. Are they? Yeah. There be dragons? Yeah. As I say it, it makes sense. Yes. Continue. Okay. <laughs> As I, expect, I, I pictured the, like, the, the smoke, you know, smog. volcano, yeah. whatever, cave, Benoît mm-hmm. Cumberbatch thing. But um, now that I think about it, they're they're serpentine. Chinese dragons usually tend to be water-related, too. Okay. Yeah. That Yangtze River? Yeah. That's all I remember sure. from. That sounds good. <laughs> Ninth grade world history AP. <laughs> Um. So either way, they tend to be sea monsters that have mirage powers associated with them. Ooh, nice. Um. So its favorite food are swallows, like the bird. All right. So if you eat does swallow... It, does it swallow the swallows? If you eat swallow and then go swimming, you're going to be swallowed. Ah. Uh, yeah. It's a turducken of dragon delight. Dragon human swallow. You get them both at once. Dr- you swallow. <laughs> Are you having a stroke? <laughs> no, I'm trying to get you <laughs> I can't. I can't. I'm dead. I'm dead. You've killed me. Oh, no. Okay. We have <sighs> a podcast to do. Epic... <laughs> From a historical perspective, uh, the word is used for shellfish or mollusk or basically any kind of food that you can eat. Cool. Uh, Me, personally, because I'm allergic. (laughs) Not not you listening. (laughs) (laughs) Human beings can eat shellfish, just not me. Um, There was actually, later on, they started being associated with funerals. Mm -hmm. uh, Probably because of just, like, uh, clams having pearls and, like, being... a sign of royalty. So actually the there was a member of the government that was in charge of acquiring Shen for parts of like royal sacrifices and funerals. Oh, interesting. To decorate them with pearls and yeah. like do whatever. And like just like, there was just a period in Chinese culture where like people were just leaving uh, like clamshells on top of tombs and stuff like that. I mean, they are, you know, shells are beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, that makes sense. The shells also were associated with purifying and protective powers for the dead. Nice. So that's kind of how it wraps up into that. I like that. But still like terrifying clam monster that will eat you if you eat a certain type of bird. Yeah, no, I, I don't. I will never eat a swallow. Thank you. And I, okay, I don't want, enough. like, a clam to rise up out of... Like, it's a terrifying yeah. image. Clam rising up out of the ocean to come, like, glomp you together. I want to, like, watch Jaws, but have the shark replaced with a giant <laughs> clam. Someone photoshopped just... the shark into a giant clam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's that beautiful giant pearl coming... No! <laughs> that's a pretty good one. So that's just, like, a quick oversight of... Like Chinese demons and spirits and malevolent creatures that I thought were super interesting. There's like a million more, but that's just kind of the ones that float my boat. Quick tour. Quick tour. Quick tour of Chinese demonology and things that go bump in the night. It's like a duck boat tour of Chinese mythology, of Chinese demonology. There was a lot of water in there, so the (laughs) duck boat is. You're welcome. Spirits was created by Julia Shafini and me, Amanda McLaughlin. It's edited by Eric Schneider with music by Kevin McLeod and visual design by Allison Wakeman. Subscribe to Spirits on your preferred podcast app to make sure you never miss an episode. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Tumblr at Spirits Podcast. On our Patreon page, patreon.com/spiritspodcast, you can sign up for exclusive content like behind-the-scenes photos, audio extras, director's commentary, blooper reels, and beautiful recipe cards with custom drink and snack pairings. If you like the show, please share with your friends and leave us a review on iTunes. It really does help. Thank you so much for listening. Till next time.